previously last week. The agents made their way into the Olympic National Forest and investigated a string of horrific murders near the Cushman Lake area. They made their way deep into the forest and arrived at a disgusting stitched together scene of carnage and found a terrible uh, massacre of the Jenkins family. Backtracking into the city, they went to the mayor's house and found more information about the unfortunate series of gruesome events occurring here in the small town. And they found that Merrick just wasn't quite right. Something off about that guy, but putting on a stump something, they left and, <laughs> and they made their way back into town were promptly ran off the road by a militias and their spotlight trucks who shot the shit out of the forest around them, but luckily didn't hit them, and were chased out into a small branching forest road where they were turned about on, left by the militia as they were surrounded and by suffused red light that we now rejoin our investigators at. And I noticed that we actually do have a few more players tonight, so uh, we'll say that a uh, Marcus Aurelius. You. I can squeeze my way in in a little bit. We, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I can game. They could be back up. So we're gonna, we're gonna just gonna squeeze it in right now at the beginning of the session because yeah, we yes. just like, ham fist oh. things around here. Yes, Marcus, oh, and uh, you as well, Ant. You guys are just going to be at the end of this road, helicoptered in, as the rest of the team arrives in their suburban. Oh, yeah, we ended a car crash. Yeah, the helicopter the comes down. Uh, Ant, uh, Ant and I are, uh, are, are bustle out. See a Didn't, pretty uh, old-looking gentleman in a uh, kind of like a, a peacoat, and he's got a little umbrella, and he uh, comes bustling. Out. Oh. It's so windy. Ah! <laughs> oh quick, my! Quick, 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 boy! We must catch up with the others. Uh, Wookie didn't last. Uh, didn't last out the green session and did like a cliffhanger where like we ended in a car crash. Me and John and someone else. Not quite James. a. Not quite a car crash. So you guys are at the very end of this forest road, and as the helicopter peels away into the distance, Marcus, you. And Ant meet up with the rest of the crew as they pull up in their... I think they were actually in a van. Yeah, so yeah, they pull up yeah. in a van. End of, the, uh, end of the road here as the helicopter... Chops away and this mysterious carmine light suffuses the forest around you. And it's such that the redness and the angle of the light is moving these long dark shadows through and around the group. As something weaves just out of sight, but the the light, the red light that fills up this forest area, is bending these long trunks, these grasping fingers of shadow around your group. Oh no! Can we hear any of the people who were chasing and shooting at us before? Yeah. They they are just out of sight. So what you do see is further down the forest. You guys are kind of up towards uh, one of these peaks of the Mount Olympus forest. And down the surface or down the side of the mountain, you see the headlights 
that continue to spotlight through this misty evening. It is now dark, very, very dark, and the um, there's like a haze in the air that they continually shine their spotlights, and you can see them panning back and forth through the forest from their trucks, but something has them spooked. They do not want to get any closer to this particular part of the road, and they've purposefully held back, using one of these turnabouts to go ahead and backtrack. And they let you guys go ahead and escape. I, I don't think it's... Uh, we're, they're letting us escape. I think they're letting us get consumed by the red evil light. No! That's just the blood moon! It's fine! Oh, yeah. Hello, gentlemen! My name is Marcus. I'm a wizard! <laughs> I've come to help you in uh, this oh. investigation! I should not have been back studying the occult for a crazy. long time. And you, thought, and you thought I was insane, didn't you? Didn't you? I still didn't do. You? Didn't you think I was insane? I'm not insane. Well, yeah, I can't speak to this young man's sanity. That's, uh, that's helping. I I'm point. not insane. Well, whether you are or not, we're glad to have you on board. Oh, I'm glad to have you too, sorry. I've heard there's been murders. People dying. No, actually, no murders at all. You can leave. Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> nah. I can smell it on you, liar. I don't smell. I used liar, to smell. liar pants. That's what all liars think. They think I, they don't smell. I but they all do. Oh, ah, uh, Marcus starts like crossing himself. He's talking demon, demon talk. And what does the rest of the group see here as this old man just kind of oh, he almost gets blown over by the helicopter? What is, uh, what's the other gentleman look like? Uh, so, he walks out, he's kind of, like, glancing over at, uh, Marcus, like, clearly, you know, familiar with, uh, some of his antics, um, you know, over the, the time, and, um, it's kind of like a middle-aged man with, uh, some silvering to his hair. Wearing like a oh, tan uh, old and uh, not not like that old, just kind of like kind of like a silver, you know, silverish, silver going on. Still, yeah, that that it. whole look going, and um, looks a little like skittish, uh, but like glancing over at Marcus and like shaking his head, but uh, yeah, it runs over with the rest of you. Mister Apology, you can smell the liar on this one, right? <laughs> yes, Mister Aurelius. <laughs> smells like a liar. That's okay. We're all liars here, aren't we? <laughs> Anthony. Uh, hey, John. You're it's been so long. <laughs> oh, God, God damn. Who is this person, John? I thought we were best friends. John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've met this guy. Anthony. I didn't meet him. Who is yes, he? We, we've, we've been on a mission once before. Um... Constantly kept getting confused between Ant and Art, so it's it's uh Mexico. Ah, Artie. I mean Ant P. Yes, whatever, that time. That time in Mexico. You've been to Mexico? Yes. I've Mexico. heard only bueno things about the place. <laughs> God damn it! We should probably get going before the uh, the Hicks chasing us decide to get brave. Accento no necesito. Oh, this one speaks Spanish too. Jacobs, this was, this was the chupacabra I was telling you about that time. Oh yes, the chupacabra. Jacobs, you make a good point. You look back to DMW, the rest of the road. What's your name? Uh, DMW's name is. The road. Yeah, DMW's name is Jacobs. If I'm recalling that correctly. No, that's correct. 
Yeah, I All see right, it. I looked through the notepad. I see it. So, Jacobs, you wisely saying to the rest of the group, thinking you should move on before those guys get some get some courage in them and you do hear coming back from down below some scattered machine gun fire as they shoot up into the woods it's yeah it's uh, completely at random it's not effective at all but you can hear some uh, some glass bottles shattering off into the night and some took our jobs and you're gonna let them take our jobs rock rock you see Marcus Aurelius kind of like unwraps uh, the umbrella. Redneck, but... <laughs> I speak redneck all too well. Uh, hearing this, Marcus Aurelius unwraps the umbrella covering from his umbrella, and you see it's actually a double-barreled shotgun. Excuse me? Badass. I don't like the sound of those uh, jokesters. Hey, I agree. Marcus, Let's get the Marcus, hell out of here. Put the, put the gun down, and I will persuade. Uh, fuck no. That's a machine That's gun. A <laughs> There's gentlemen with machine guns over there. So you I guys, a bit, of a, Damn. a bit of a rock and a hard place here. You look back down the road, and that is an option. You could all pile back into the van and start heading back down towards the militia. But between their extremely drunkenly bad shots and uh, searchlights, you might be able to get through them. However... Yeah, uh, that's a lot of people... It is indeed, and... In their previous in... shots, I guess it's possible that they could just accidentally kill themselves. Yep, yep, uh, yeah, they, they Didn't they roll a 100 on... Yes. <laughs> and then you look towards your other option, and looking into the forest, the deep night, the blackness that expands out before you, broken by this... It's like a fairy red light that continues to apparate and move, stretching these long tree trunks of blackness over I the party. Blair Witch Project. I don't want to go there. Which way do you go, agents? Hey, listen, listen, listen. Guys, guys, this is some Blair Witch type shit. I say we deal with the drunken bastards. The murderers listen, in the woods. Don't I you work the for woods. the government? Don't you work for the government? Shouldn't you be, like, not scared of lights in the woods? I never, Come said, on, man. I never said I'm scared. I said I know what's probably going to happen. We're probably going to get split up by some weird shit. Then we're all going to get picked off one by one, and there's going to be this little girl that's going to be watching us in the shadows and the tree trunks, and it's going to be eyes following us everywhere. And then and I start going on in like an insane ramble, and it does not help with your opinion of me. Look, I'm just going to say what we all think. I am scared, but we're still going to have to do this. Okay, I'm John not scared of no I'm ghosts. All, I'm all right with Let's it. do it. If John says so, then I'm on board. All right. Peer pressure. You all steal yourselves and start making your way into a very thin, unused trail that moves from this trailhead into the forest. Well, actually, um, before we go too far into the forest, is there anything that we could roll? Um, Alertness. Uh, Marcus is a bit of a wizard. Like, is there, uh, I don't know, like, uh, unnatural or, like, occult or something that he could roll to see if he's seen anything like this before? Sure. I was like... Demons and ghosts and shit like that. This is nothing new. I'm going to roll alertness if there's any danger as well. Anyone that would like to, go ahead and roll an alertness. I'll also accept a... Oh, actually, I need need to pull up a character sheet... I was Mr. thinking... Mr. Wookie Man, I rolled four. A four? A four on a what? What were you rolling? 
Alertness? Alertness. Ah. Yeah, you see a red light coming from the forest, and it's spooky as fuck. So I assume that uh, means I got shade. a 21. 21? Is, uh, that, I'm assuming that's under your skill? Uh, my skill is 50%. So um, both you, Jacobs, and you, Seth, you both see this red light. And as you start to move through this thin trail, the headlamps that you all use to see and find your footfalls... You find that this trail is uh, disused, but because of the recent fires, the tree trunks are cut down at very strategic points, and it's been uh, it's lent itself to the maintenance of this trail. It's well pounded by the firefighters and the different crews that have come through here to maintain it, the Forest Service and the fire um, the fire crews that have been used to clear out these lines and used as a break to get to the different parts of the forest. To make sure that this fire break is effective. And as you move along this path, you're able to find your footfalls without too much difficulty. And notice that the light, this red dot, is following the group. It's observing you. It's as if a conscious being is floating around just on the periphery of your senses. Passing behind the trees, using them as cover from inside the bushes from around the giant pines and the sycamores. Hey, Jacobs, what did he say? I told you. I told you. So I follow this in the shadow. I told you. You think you did believe The Hicks know how to use lights. It's fine. It's just a little light bulb. <laughs> um, lights Marcus, come in other colors. Come on. Please broke. Mar- Marcus rolled a uh, uh, 24 out of 30 for unnatural. Unnatural? That's actually better. I was looking at a cult that didn't quite... Yeah, unnatural would be a much better, more appropriate role. Yeah, I 0% unnatural. It's a funny. Can I have ruled unnatural as well? Absolutely. What's your unnatural role, John? Failed, but I can add a point at the end of the session. Hot, hot. Yeah, luckily Marcus uh, passed, so... So John... What you think is that this is a microscopic sun. Somehow, through some kind of point, some rip in space-time, a sun is being traveled like a drone. It's being negotiated, it's being maneuvered around this forest without touching anything. What you think, Marcus... Yes? ...that this is a rip in space-time indeed... But this is not unintentional. It is not a fluke of nature. There is not some intergalactic war ripping apart the space-time continuum, leaking exotic energies into our own world. This is a portal. The other end of which is is being used as an observational point to not only examine you, but to determine an excellent and opportune time to widen and make its way through. But you continue. You're not so yeah, sure. Marcus, Marcus doesn't tell anyone that. Marcus, uh, but you see a big smile on Marcus's face the, the more he expects the red light. He starts uh, tapping, tapping his hands together. I just, I'm, I'm a big outdoorsman. I like spending time in the woods. Let's go. Yeah, me too. Marcus, it's that beautiful. Doesn't... Didn't you just say it was too cold earlier when you just got here? Um, I put my my blazer back on. I'm going to analyze you with human intelligence. Analyze away. I'm an open book. 
walnuts. I mean, I succeed very, very easily. I rolled an eight. You One see, you can tell that Marcus is very excited about something. He's definitely not telling you everything. But since you just heard Wookie, it shouldn't be a huge surprise <laughs> as to what he might not be telling you. I'm pretending I didn't hear Wookie. You That's see, right. the uh, you, know, you, tell, you can tell Marcus is excited. Marcus is excited, and the further he's walking into the woods, the more excited he is, and he's definitely lying to you. I okay, he's definitely lying to us about something, and I don't trust going any further. Also, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. But there is that. Ignore him harassing the old man and start like checking for cell service again because I still need that backup. These guys are crazy. Where are your backup? Jacobs. We came from the sky to back you up. Come on, into the woods. I I saw. We both keep that hike going. Being watched. It may, it may not be supernatural. It may just be some rednecks. But this is the, 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 we're being watched. We're being if, observed. If you go into the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. Marcus, Marcus, listen. If you listen, go buddy, into the woods like today, <laughs> you're in for a big surprise. How about you go in first? How about yeah? Let, I'll sit. I'll happily lead the way. Now. Come on, and oh, no, I'm not come on, you. I'm just asking you to go. Oh, I'm going. Marcus yeah. happily uh, walks further into the red, uh, into the red light. Uh, I call not it. I ain't walking well, I, any further. I had already been like, "You guys are crazy." I'm just gonna keep walking. This is just like some guys Jacob, with the, light. Jacobs, you may think I'm insane, but you're. But I, I believe that you're sane, so I'm gonna follow you and or John. I don't know. I don't know which one I can yes. call. Oh, uh, John's also John, Jacob Jinkelheimer Smith. Let's stick together. Get so, it because John, Jacob, Jingle, hi, Marshmallow, Jacob, and Marcus. Exactly. I'm gonna need both of you to go ahead and roll search rolls or intelligence rolls. Intelligence will be me? a little bit harder. I can roll intelligence. That's my highest stat. If anyone would like to roll an intelligence, go ahead and make it at a negative twenty percent or a search negative. roll as you start continue into the forest. Uh, you said negative twenty. Does that mean I add twenty? You go ahead and roll, and then mm, subtract 20 from your intelligence score, and then compare your roll against that that uh, modified intelligence score. Alright, so my intelligence, if I subtract, that'd be 65, and I rolled a 60. Do I roll as well? I succeed by 5, that's close, Jesus Christ. I believe yeah, uh, Jacob's... Marcus rolled a, rolled a 98 over uh, out of 60. So uh, uh-huh. he's having a little too much fun walking through the woods to notice anything. A little too excited uh, by the red dot. Jacob's actually was excited. actively not looking for things. He was just walking to try and get to the next place. Like, Sure. Yep. Okay. Does he have to look? Yeah. Nope. I'm the one who's on alert. So, Seth, you just see these two gentlemen charging out in front of you. And from your previous walk in the forest earlier where you found that poor family down below you by the lakeside you see that this trail is descending down and would eventually most likely circle back you can tell you can deduce that this trail leads up and around this side of the mount the olympus forest the olympic mountain here and this is a circular path in that it comes up to the side of this cleft and then continues back down to town through the forest service road that you just came up and drove through I yell all of that to John and tell him to spread at the info. So the rest okay, of you learn. Okay, just let's keep walking. Yeah. But I, guys, I know what this red light is. And hear me out. 
This is volatile plasma. Very hot gas. Uh, no, yes. I, I don't. I, I think don't he's think it is. It. It's exactly uh, what it is. I'm rolling human intelligence on Marcus again. How smart does your character look? Like, does he dress smart? Or... My character. Oh wait, are you talking to Marcus or me? John. John. Ah. Oh. Um, he dresses rather cleanly, like um, academically, but he's right. actually kind of an idiot. Jacob's actually nobody, just automatically no, trusts you based really purely on looks. He's like, oh yeah, no, the plasma, I that dress, makes sense. I dress the same as John. Uh, yes, but you talk crazy. Fair enough, but also, by the way, Wookie, I did, uh, I was saying, like, as I was saying earlier, um, I'm analyzing Marcus again from what he's saying. He's suspicious as fuck. He's like, John over here is just like, oh yes, it's clearly plasma and such, and I'm like, uh, and Marcus is just like, like oh boss. yes, for sure. So yeah, I rolled a 21, by the way. Yeah, so yeah, you're thinking, um... You're thinking that uh, John most likely is correct and that Marcus, you know, he doesn't know. So, you know, that's why he's clammed up. He's not sure. So, yeah, obviously Marcus is the most intelligent person on Earth. And that's who you got to trust. I, w- I was rolling in on Marcus. I was saying, I was thinking he's suspicious. I feel like he's lying even further. Well, he hasn't said anything else. He's just kind of like walking out of you, so. No, like, like you were like agreeing with John in a very excited way like you were before. And I'm just like, hmm, red flag. That's fair. I don't actually know what it is. I'm rolling that again. You you seem excited about something. And I'm destined to find out, even if I'm insane. It's cool, John. I trust you. That makes sense. Oh, yes. Thank you. Ah, that one. That that one. Oh, wait. That's okay. Never mind. That's not a 70. That's a 37. I keep forgetting the 3-0. So as you all continue down this trail, it's a little muddy. The wind, the ice, the melting snow from the spring as we leave winter has made the trail a little bit treacherous. And as you continue down towards Lake Cushman, the Mount Olympus whips. The winds whip off the lake, putting a wet cold in the air through which your hollow body shiver. A light rain begins to fall too early for this freeze and the snow begins to melt showering your path turning into a soaked slop it's freezing rain it impacts you like hail that immediately soaks down into your clothes those of you not wearing wool and proper windbreakers please make me a constitution not saving throw constitution roll you know i actually get this weather here in tennessee this exact type of weather also i don't I, i'm not assuming that um ah god damn it that's Timestamp. Oh, I hate you, son of a god. Oh, hang on a second. Let me, I'm gonna roll on the dice roll so you can all. Market Marcus rolled a seven. No personal he information. Is definitely. Oh, where? Is the uh, lake we're next to Lake Cushman, or is it a different one? It is still Lake Cushman. Okay. I hate this weather. Does tactical body armor count, or do I have to roll as well? Then we'll need a roll as well. Damn. My starter equipment. Gave me a big jacket, so I just kept it. Perfect. I rolled a 100. If you that's would like, not nice. Nope, that's not good. That's, so that's like sad. extreme failure. Anyone who wants to say that they're wearing wool and thought ahead and took the proactive measures to wear a base layer of delicious fluffy wool, say you can. 
Marcus is not wearing the appropriate clothing, but he rolled a seven. He's doing all right. Nice. Anyone I else there? as well. Okay. I rolled a 100. Nice. So, Seth. Oh, by the way, uh, hmm? that unnatural roll I made earlier, the 55, that's a crit fail as well. Oh, no. Uh, oh, oh my, I missed that. So, absolutely, you're thinking that this is a sentient star that has come to consume all life on the planet? Bad news. Guys, 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 guys. I just realized something. <laughs> that plasma, it's alive. It wants to kill us. And you lost me. I trusted you. I thought you were correct. No, 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 no. Please believe me. It, it really is. It's okay. John, you are crazy. You're wrong. Crazy. I think the cold is going to your head. Also, does anyone have a spare jacket? Yeah, you so, can have mine, but but that won't matter when it comes to burn <laughs> us alive. I checked the time. I don't want the jacket anymore. You're crazy. John, I have good news. It's actually a portal to another dimension. What? Yeah, I knew you did yes. something. Oh. Marcus, I knew oh, I can't, you I can't stand to see you, you freaking knew, out over nothing. I knew, so, yes. I knew you knew something, John. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm not insane. Y'all think, so, think I'm insane. As I'm you like, ramble, you reach out for the jacket handed to you by John, and you slip. The mud, it's slick. There's an ice patch. You don't see it. And you begin to slide down the hill, and you immediately realize, as you look Mario down Mario. the mountainside, that it's becoming steeper. You instinctively turn and begin to claw and try and scrabble back up this muddy slope, but you have momentum. You're already falling down the mountain. Here we're coming down the mountain. Here we go. Here we're going. We have time to react. Or... You all see your friend slipping down. He's he's about to yeah, roll strength. Uh, take the hundred foot of paracord on my waist and start throwing an end to him, and another end to whoever looks the strongest. It's me. me. Not me. Uh, Are you serious? Isn't your strength lower than mine? My strength is 70. Yeah, we're the same, actually. So yeah, I, nice. I hand the other end to John. Strong John. boys. So this is going to be a dexterity check on Jacob's part. And John, this is going to be a strength check for you as you try and squat low and get the, enough weight, bare enough weight of two... Hefty, hefty boys. What am I rolling? Oh, you're just you're holding on for dear life. Your friends are trying to save you as you slip to your death. Do I roll? Is there anything I can roll against... to help my situation? Nope. Do yeah. I roll against my actual dexterity or the times five number? Times five. Gotcha. Okay, so my dexterity is bad. Uh, let's see if I succeed. Because if I fail, it doesn't really matter. Or does it? Uh, I passed. Hell yeah. John, you get just low. Just barely. You're able to find some rocks, and you're able to find a good, uh, stronghold that you're able to wedge your feet into. And just as you are reaching out to grab the paracard rope, you feel it immediately go taut. As Seth and Jacobs just barely are able to reach out and grab arm to arm. That really badass handshake where they grab each other's forearms. (laughs) And just for a moment, you're all hanging there. As you look down over this cliff face, you see that this rounded edge just has a sheer drop. After a few 20, 30 feet, this boulder, it's rounded over the top of this thing. And it's clear that they blasted out a piece of this trail 
to make it passable. I was about to go around the mountain. Yes, here we come. Marcus, you see for a moment the red light pop up over one of these clusters of rocks and then pop over back. It's just bobbing yes. up and down just out of sight. Yes. Thanks, John. And, and Jacobs. Jinkleheimer spit. La-da-da-da-da-da. But yeah, you, Seth, you're able to be pulled up after a couple moments, dust yourself off of the mud, and you continue down this path. Uh, Marcus, what was that about the portal? So, I may have seen a few of these in the past. I am fairly certain that that is a portal to another dimension. I told you that, Jill. It's all for the best, you'll see. I knew you were lying. I knew you were doing Well, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Elbozo. Be Jacobs, this is why you should trust me. I know. I know that well, may not trust me, but this is why you should believe me more often. I'm right about these things. I hand him some rations, praying that it makes him stop talking for a moment. Anyways, the light! It's moving that way. We must follow it quickly. We'll get to the bottom of what's killing these people. And we'll learn secrets. <laughs> I, I just want to go secrets. back home now. <laughs> I want to go back home. More I want to go back home. We'll learn Marcus, so much. Marcus, how about you and this this rock I found named Billy? He has a little face on it. How about you and Billy go adventure together and we um, let you deal with that? Respectfully, I can solve these murders and learn all the secrets and you don't need to learn any of them. So don't worry. I chuck the rock at your face. You go home. I'll learn all the secrets. No, oh God. Who said I'm going home? <laughs> oh, go wherever you want, bud. I'm going to chase house. that light. I'm going to chase my truth. <laughs> we were sent to investigate this. Yeah, you're right. I Old forgot. Man, I don't necessarily trust you, but you're right that we should investigate this light, eh? You're damn right I am. Can I Can I actually throw the rock at... Can, can, I, th- can I actually throw a rock at Marcus? Oh, God. Not inter-party conflict. Oh, no. Not hard. Just enough to, you know, whack him on the head just a little. Sure, he's an old man. Do you want to throw a rock at the old man with no constitution? Sure. He'll bleed and he'll cry, maybe. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Or he'll use magic on you and you'll turn inside out. Okay. I'll beat you with my brass knuckles. You can try. And I'll stomp on you with my (laughs) my steel boots. If you think this is helping us solve the mystery, please... as the tension, oh dear! As the tension rises in the co- in the party, you guys make it to the bottom of the trail, just as about you're about to rip each other to shreds. You no, I never part, John. You arrive back at the campsite in which that horrific murder occurred. There are no bodies. You can see the remnants of police tape. Some of the gear that was scattered about has been collected as evidence. Photos, white marks, chalk that has already begun to be washed out by the rain. You can see the remnants of it, of the crime scene. And as you are about to make your way back into town, you remember that this was not far from where you parked the car and walked back up from the trailhead from the parking lot. From this point, it would probably only be about 45 minutes back to the trailhead and then another half hour or so back into town. So you're at, you're at a point where you can remember how to get back to town from here and you can feel the warmth and maybe like a burger, get some food. You can feel civilization coming back. 
be nice to get out of this rain. And just as you're thinking to yourself, well, almost, almost home free, that light, the maroon pinpoint obscured in the dense ferns and trees that's been following you for a moment now. Yes. The casting long shifting shadows, it closes in on your position, coming up close to the group. Tingling, the chimes accompany a melodious hum, reminiscent it's of sh- It's reminiscent of champagne glasses whose rims are being circled in harmony. Suddenly, there before you, it's bright magnesium pinks, pushing the shadows back as it illuminates even stronger the brilliance making you shield your eyes. It's observing you, you can feel its sentience. You seem like you need a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're hungry. The light flares. Marcus takes a book out of his pocket and starts saying weird shit. Take the old one. Take the old one. See this guy right here? You you should take him. He's the oldest. He's Yes, take me! (laughs) Libble, See you, please. Take him. Take him, not us. I start reciting. Marcus starts chanting. Chance rising up into the storm, which seems to be rising to a crescendo. The light flares even brighter, as if answering your calls, burning floaters into your eyes as the star explodes into a doorway outlining the passageway between worlds. Lengthening to some ten feet tall, a large, hairy beast lands with heavy footfalls on the sodden fungal floor. Long shaggy form, a long shaggy form, rusty red cascades down the powerful Neanderthal frame, crowned by the furrowed heart-shaped face of an apish monster. Bearing the long canines in a facsimile of a smile, he raises a hand, splayed six fingers, in three each, in a half Vulcan peace sign, and rumbles, I come in peace. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't, I don't uh, know. Well, hello, everybody! You seem like a friendly individual who, um, in case it's not friendly, take the old one. Oh, <laughs> come here, bearing gifts. Pleased to meet all of you. It's been. Oh, I've waited my whole life. Hello! Marcus, can you croak already? It's good to see you. And to you, a pleasure to meet all of you. I, I, I bow down nervously because I don't want him to kill me. Me as well. <laughs> I'll just walk forward and shake his hand. Hey, Buddha there. And he goes ahead and takes your hand. No need to be overly formal. Wasn't there another guy here with you. us? Was that Seth? We got, we got Marcus, we got Jacobs, we got. Where's Ant? He's so quiet. I'm hanging out here. Marcus is doing all the talking. Sorry, I am quite the talker. I, I drag Anthony forward. Don't be rude and introduce yourself to person. <laughs> um, I'm I'm here. I'm with with uh, Marcus. <laughs> yes. I am. Um... Lovely to meet you. My name is Ambassador Squatch. Holds out a big old bear claw to you. I'll extend a hand. Bastard Squatch. (laughs) 
He gives I, you I, a... I only dragged this shy guy, so I didn't have to talk to him myself. <laughs> he gives you a good handshake. It's not like, uh, he doesn't, like, crush your hand. It's not too firm, but it's a, it's a strong, meaty handshake. He's got a hand that's probably two or three sizes bigger than yours. And as you, like, grab it, my hand's, like, really clammy and, and like, uh, damp, just kind of, like, trembling a little bit. A pleasure to meet you here. Gifts for all of you. And he's going to start handing out these odd, purpley, blue, slightly glowing mushrooms to all of you. Yes! Right. I'd love one of those, please. And for you, of course, you are here promote longevity in my culture of the squatch. <laughs> nice. I could grow more of these specimens. Maybe they could have medicinal purposes. Indeed, friend. Yeah, he's gonna give each of you a care package of these tasty mushrooms. Glowing mushrooms from Terraria. Adding that to inventory. Perfect. Yep, exactly. Is that actually like what it is? <laughs> yes. Yeah, why not? That's a great rep. That's a great mental image for me. Marcus, uh, t- Marcus takes a little nibble out of his. It looks delicious. I want to start analyzing it. Can I roll pharmacy on it? So, it? Marcus. Yes. Um, Marcus yeah. is also analyzing it with his mouth. Hot. So, <laughs> Marcus, you all see Marcus take a little nibble on this thing, and you see his face immediately light up with this bluish purple. As the light suffuses through his skin, down his throat, and into his stomach, you all watch as he loses about 10 or 20 years. His face, his wrinkles seem to disappear away. His eyes look sharper. The hair comes back in. It looks more full and a darker, rich color. Boy, howdy. I'm feeling pretty good. Marcus, you didn't tell me you were attractive. (laughs) Yes. Uh, My wife prepared these especially for our uh, possible encounter, and I'm happy to see that it agrees with you. I didn't know better. I'd say that these mushrooms were designed specifically so I'd stop using that voice. (laughs) (laughs) No, totally not. Don't don't force wall break. (laughs) What am I thinking? These are amazing. Thank you so much, Ambassador Squatch. Maybe if I take a bite, I I won't seem as insane. And I take a nibble. You too, Seth. You also feel rejuvenated. While you're still a young man, you don't actually have any uh, temporal age-reversing effects. However, you do feel stronger. You feel like the the little bit of a harrowing moment you had back up on the hill that might have taken a few years off your life, you feel those restored to you. I feel just as insane. It's useless. I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't actually say that. Yeah, but I do and... say I feel just as insane. My bad. No, no. And as you guys continue to walk back to town, Ambassador Squatch is going to go ahead and he's going to walk with you. You can see that he is uninhibited by the rough conditions. The rain just seems to splash off his oily, well-manicured fur as you guys continue through the underbrush. It's almost as if now that you have Squatch with you, The ferns and the different foliage of the trees all melt away as if bowing to, uh, to acquiesce to your, your presence and your path. You are being escorted by Ambassador Squatch and the forest 
is one with your party and it is making way before your path. Uh, I guess go ahead and ask him about the what the goings on. Like what tell him what happened with that uh campsite, you know, what happened with the mayor, see what his take is. Mm. And he continues to grunt as you tell him the, the story. It's all very fresh to him. Uh, he doesn't, he's obviously, you look at his, uh, apish features and you see shock and surprise, if a little bit exaggerated for your benefit. The cross-species communication coming across as, well, it's, it, there seems to be a little bit of, uh, lost in translation, but you can tell he's a jovial and honest fellow, and everything that you're telling him is is very disturbing and it's quite clear in his expressions that he does not he does not uh, have any familiarity with the details and he's quite disturbed by what he's hearing especially when you get to the murders you feel a deep somber emotion surround him and the rest of the forest almost presses in closer to hear your story and then when you hear and then when he hears the gruesome detail of the mutilations and how they were stitched together still alive he becomes deeply appalled and you feel like there might be something else there but he's holding back just a bit that's terrible yes. for me no, I don't human. know well I mean he is a humanoid and he's speaking our language if you would like Master to roll Squatch. yes and I drop what made this what, I drop what my else dice. is coming through that portal so I'm gonna use the dice right? roller did he did he answer my question or... oh, I forgot your question what was your question again uh, I was just asking what his take on it was see tell him what we're doing here specifically and like see if I he has any info to glean basically it's a very open ended question so earth and humanity has been a bit of a clearing house for species across the universe. They've been operating in the shadows, away from the government, and I'm happy to see that you are part of a new branch here protecting your species from those on the outer reaches of the universe. It's a scary bitch out there sometimes, and I'm glad you are taking the proper procedures to protect humanity. It is most disturbing to learn that there is a new force here on this planet. I, I do not believe that humans are capable of stitching each other together and have not advanced their biomedical technology to the point of performing such gruesome acts, which leads me to believe that this is some outside actor. I wish I could... We, we can we, we can stitch other humans together very well. You know, just not, you know, have them alive. Oh, that is the tricky part, isn't it? And I'm most disturbed to hear that this untoward influence has entered the world here. I promise you all the resources of the Squatch in discovering and uncoupling this mal-melodious influence upon your species. It's very generous of you, Squatch. Oh, by the I way, I rolled a six. I I six. I suckied on my uh, human intelligence for the. Uh, uh, I forgot. No, yeah, you were trying to human intelligence the uh, 
the Squatch when he mentioned yeah. the influence over the humanities and who specifically might have been responsible for the stitching human centipeding. And you can tell that he is holding something back. This is a technology that he's seen before and a gruesome savagery where he does indeed have strong inclinations of who might be behind this. Uh, uh, if I may be so bold, to be frank, and other phrases, that means that I'm going to be blunt. It seems like you might be holding some type of information back. I try not to cast aspersions across the species in which I have no evidence to implicate. However, this heinous treatment, this subterfuge, it is a known pattern of a devious and manipulative species who weaves webs of lies and manipulation throughout the universe. It is a old and very problematic species in which the Squatch has dealt with in the past. We uh, are a, a people of refugees. The Squatch have been traveling the galaxy for nigh on millennia, and one of the species that has been in constant conflict with us has dogged us through the universe, made us their slaves, made us suffer greatly. I would not accuse them without evidence, though. It is something I have seen before. Hmm. Noted. Now I'm going to roll uh, biology on the glowing mushroom, because I forgot to do that earlier. I believe Marcus had a question he's asking. Yeah, do that. Yes, what else could have come with you? Is it just you there? That was the whole point of the red light. It was just your light, Ambassador. Indeed. Uh, our ship sits in orbit, and the red light is a means of short distance teleportation from above the surface to our own craft that orbits your moon now. How many of you are there? Well, this is just me. I operate a pretty trim team. <laughs> I throw a rock at Marcus. Uh, Marcus catches it. Like, nice. Hey, hey now. Do you? I've lost for years. I'm only throw, 62 now. I throw three. <laughs> oh, he starts juggling them. All right. <laughs> Well, amazing. No, I hope to find... I'm going to roll to go through a crotch shot. Oh, no, no. I hope to find some sexy female Squatch while here on your home world, but alas, I haven't been able to be successful yet. I don't know if I've ever seen a lady Squatch, but we do have lots of uh, bears and monkeys. They all look reminiscent to you. That's Mr. Wookiee Man, I am very serious about going for a crotch shot with the Warrock. I rolled a 28. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and continue to ignore that. So you guys continue making your way back down to the trailhead. And y'all are in pretty good spirits. You've been able to pull quite a bit of information out of Ambassador Squatch. He seems to be most amenable to opening up a dialogue between you, the human race, and his species of intergalactic traveling sapiens. And 
This is a impressive moment. This is a quite a feat. This is, you know, first contact with a, a benevolent alien species. This is uh, fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, it seems terribly ill-advised, and he almost certainly can't use it. I give him the burner phone I was assigned. <laughs> Pretty primitive. And you put it in his hand, and it looks like a tic-tac in, the, in his palm. I don't think he'd be able to use that even if he knew. Uh, so it has it has voice controls, and I help him set those up. Thank you, hey, Blake. Siri. Probably plug this into my alright, oh, I can see that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, it has our handler and a few other people's numbers in it, I assume, so he can get a hold of somebody at HQ all, probably. Wonderful. Yeah, you guys have set up wonderfully wonderful Wendy's. A, you know, just fantastic first impression. You all are telling jokes, you're juggling rocks, it is... <laughs> We are still can't throw a cry shot at Marcus. And you have said... Leave my alone, sir. <laughs> you all have made a fantastic impression with Ambassador Squatch, and future relationships are looking quite promising. As you make it past the last few hundred feet of the trailhead back to the parking lot, you can all of a sudden feel a shift in vibe. You arrive back, emerging out of the trailhead, Ambassador Squatch trailing the group, and you feel a presence here of quite a few people. You feel the hunger in your stomachs, the promise of that burger, car heaters, the local diner. It quickly sours as the flickering waifs of these lights, the lights of the spotlight from the malicious trucks, start to sweep all at once as they are ignited you're surrounded quite suddenly in this parking lot you see about five six different trucks mounted with these gas with these with these spotlights that all blind you for a moment as the militia members all surrounding you and shout angrily as they see the squatch in the back of your group.
You watch as Gribbs is thrown onto the ground, spotlights he's silhouetted, a shadow arcing out in front of you towards you all as the spotlights just completely blind him. He has been brutally beaten, and as he's shoved to the ground, you see him kicked by a mob as they interrogate him. We seen you with them Gribbs, you're one of them. You've done brought down outsiders, and now, now you're, you're going to die. You might as well have ripped out the gear guts yourself. You did it to the Jenkins, did you? Yeah, I bet he done did it with him. He, we saw them government folks I with him. Don't interrupt them. Like I fire it straight up in the air. Wait, what? I grab a pistol and shoot it straight up in the air to interrupt them. Okay, so three big corn-fed men are just going to go ahead and open fire on Gribbs. Damn. Uh, Marcus uh, finds it, whatever client to get down and gets ready with Oh, wait, I don't have a pistol. I have an SMG. Oh, wait, that was from the different game. Never mind. I'm going to replace that real quick. I forgot to do that. Oh, that's unfortunate for Gribbs. So you watch as Gribbs gets shot in the arm, the leg, and then the top of his head gets blown off. Ow. Damn it. Just as he's being shot in his extremities, he goes, Help! Help! No, please, God, help me! The top of his head comes loose. He spills down to the ground. The cracking sound over the angry mob as as the top of Greg's head just pops off. His brains spill out on the ground before he collapses behind the long barrel of a Ruger Super Blackhawk 45 trailing a thin line of smoke is a grin of Mayor Keanunaki. Well, 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 what do we have here, boys? Count red-handed these government suits on their way with the beast to their next victim. But you didn't expect us hicks to take aim and solve this problem. I'll say, do have significant evidence against you? Evidence... Like we got all the evidence we need, don't we, here, boys? Pour it on him! And the mayor's going to level his gun at you. Uh, actually, no, he's going to level his gun at the ambassador, and he's going to take a shot. No! Uh, Ooh. Is there time to react and get in the way of said bullet? Is there time for me to shoot him I'll let first? Him uh, he's significantly above me, so if he's aiming for like the head or something, I guess that's fair. So we're going to go ahead and get into initiative order. Everyone, please give me your dexterity. Or actually, if you could just go ahead and pop the dexterity in the dice roll channel. I'd appreciate that. Is it a roll or just the number? Number. Uh, the number of your dexterity determines the order in which of uh, initiative. I have 70 dexterity. Same. Nice. Me, Art. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, who... Who goes for Ant? That means you too, boy. Uh, 50. Uh, I'm trying to find the channel. So we got two 50s and three 70s? Damn. I guess we all decided to have 13 decks. Goodness gracious. You guys just, just want to roll a D100 as a tiebreaker? I'm just going to do it in alphabetical order just to keep it simple on myself. So we're going to go with John first. Mm-hmm. Got this, John. Are we going before the shot was fired or after? Mm-hmm. I after. I need to figure out 
We'll go, um, we'll put Mayor Anakianunaki in the initiative order, and we'll go ahead and say that he has an initiative dexterity of, okay, that's pretty goddamn high. That would be 85. He looks old. He looks like a, he looks like a John Wick, like Keanu Reeves, but a slightly older Keanu Reeves. Oh, I get it. Keanu. Naki. Uh-huh. So funny. I get it, Wookie. I get it now. I might have been a little too ham-fisted there. Damn it. Ham-fisted. Nonsense. Yeah, so that's going to be after, but let's go ahead. John, go ahead and take your turn while I kind of do math. So where is he standing? Mayor Kiananaki is standing amongst this sea of spotlights raining down from these F-150s, and he is behind currently a mob of militia members. You see them all kitted out in body armor, haphazard, different arrays of armaments. You see one of them has a a scorpion, one of them has a shotgun, uh, an automatic, um, like a, not a, not a sawed-off shotgun, but it seems like some kind of police issue short barrels uh, shotgun and another one just has a regular old um, over under browning hunting double barrel shotgun so it's quite nice to see anyone in the windows of the cars they have yes there are each car does have a driver in it fuck okay um I'm gonna throw a piece of like a big piece of C4 in the air to hit the lights. Yes. Darkness. Yay. Demolition my roll, please. Yes, my only friend. Since those are stationary targets, I can add 40%. So that's a guaranteed hit. Damn. So, yep, we're going to say that you go ahead and... Uh, not a crit. Alright. Yeah, you... Uh, frisbee out a piece of explosive and just the shock of it the shock wave that sends out from this explosion of C4 shatters all the lights and descends everything into darkness and then I run off to the side to escape potential gunfire kind of hide you try and get some cover off to the side jumping behind one of these yeah. logs that are set out in the parking area to designate the parking um yeah, that's going to give you good, good cover. Oh, and I scream out, don't hurt them, they're innocent. But what if I want to hurt them? Well, I can't stop you. I'm just telling nice. you what to do. Nice, because they hurt poor old whatever his name is. Gribs. Gribs, yeah, his name. They hurt him, so I'll hurt them. He definitely murdered the shit out of Gribs. Jacobs, your turn. Even if it was, like, uh, semi my fault. Swall... Can I get the uh, the Squatch? Can I get his re- reaction to being shot? Like what he did, if anything, or how bad it seemed to be at the time? Or Well, I just figured out that Mayor Kianunaki hit him with a D12, so I'm going to have to roll that. Please be a 1. Please be a 1. I feel like even at a 12, he's probably alive. Well, he's, he's a big a meaty boy. So. Yeah. Alright, 3. That's pretty. That's that's a low D12. Thank God. Squatch is okay. Yeah, so I you hope. see the Squatch get hit, and it takes uh, 
a good patch of fur out of his backside. He gets shot in the butt, but it doesn't seem like it actually did any damage. Sure. I still basically put myself between him and the guys and attempt to escort him off the (laughs) off to the side out of this area oh goodness a little spicy down here (laughs) (laughs) sir please come with me you're not you're not safe here things might happen sure are you trying to grab some more cover over by where john ducked behind that big old filled log uh, yeah, that makes some sense. Absolutely. So, John, you see leaping over the log right next to you on either side of you. Sass hits the ground, and along with Jacobs, who scrambles over and taking up a position for covering fire, you all just feel the log begin to erupt in vibrations as bullets of automatic fire begin to just send splitters of wood chips in all directions around you. That's gonna bring ah. us to Seth's turn. Nice. It's Seth's turn. Let's go. Alright. I'm just looking at my HP and analyzing my options. And I know what I should do. Obviously, guns blazing. Uh, who's the closest to me? Like, closest enemy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's Gribbs' body bleeding out as the blood spout begins to. I don't know uh, what you mean by bleeding out. That sounds like he's, he's just dead. No, he did. Yep, he did. But the heart is still yep. pumping blood out of the geyser of uh, of the next bout. And then, don't worry, like, I cast. You know, I maybe maybe some CPR will do. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. I know the spell revivify. Yep, that'll work. Yeah, and <laughs> isn't it revivify? Pretty sure. Yeah. Mine Delta Green. I'd say that you guys. Let's see, let's see. I'm going to draw this as like a semicircle firing squad. There's a log here, log there. You guys are all here on the trailhead. And that's the squad, Jacobs and John all there. I'll say at this point, it's pretty even bet between the trucks. Yeah. I'd say for you, it'd be a pretty even bet to get to any of the trucks Gribs and the trucks are all at about the same distance to you. The two trucks on the outside of the semicircle. And then past them are the three remaining trucks, which is where the line of militia members start. And behind that, between the last truck in the back and the militia members, is Mayor Kiananaki. All right. So I want to... Which one do I take out first? Uh, can I just like uh, like rush up, slide under it? a fire point blank at um, an enemy from Yananaki. That's quite a distance. What's your movement? I don't know. I forgot. I know. I ain't care. Let's say probably take two. How do I calculate movement? Mm -hmm. Well, you're a young buck. You probably got good movement. I'd say it'd take two turns to get over to Mayor Yananaki if you're not stopped. You could make it to one of these trucks on the perimeter of the semicircle in one turn. I'd probably do that. All right, left or right? Yeah, left. To the left, to the left. All right, you make your way sprinting full force. Give me a dexterity roll as you try and weave through the hail of bullets between the militia members and the people uh, that are hunched behind this log and squatch. 
I crit. Hey, that's a critical success, right? Thirty-three. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, you're, yep, you just swim right on through the bullets. No, even one of them touches you. You make it to the truck. What do you do? I want to fire at the driver. Okay. Yep. You go ahead and shoot through the window. It's just conveniently down. <laughs> conveniently just rolled down. Yeah, and he's got a beer to you his lips. Put the rain in, you know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the damage. Or do do, do I just succeed, or or do I uh, have to roll to hit? You have to roll to shoot people. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a uh, what's the bonus that I get for firing at point blank? Twenty percent. Yep. Twenty percent. <laughs> Even if no, that that fails. Yep. So you're like, uh, put your hands in the fucking air, and you shoot, and you just shoot like out the windshield, and the windshield. Psh- Shatters into a million pieces. That's gonna be oh. sister. And yes, sir. Fox. A little bit of chaos erupting around you. What do you do? Yeah, so um I mean I see all the bullet fire going towards all those logs over there. Is there another good place to cover? Yes, there's another log that's uh, delineates the parking area as well. That's not currently being shot to shit. Over towards your right. And uh, could I make it there? Easily. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm gonna dive. I'm gonna slide behind the log. So, like, I'm gonna slide behind there. I'm gonna take. Um, I have like a, a hand pistol. It's like Springfield rifle. I'm gonna take it out and I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it up against the top of the log to like steady my aim. I'm gonna aim at him uh, or uh, I guess whoever whoever the closest uh, target is for me at that point. Sure, there's plenty of targets. You can go ahead and take your shot at any of these militia members in front who are currently firing upon the Ambassador, Jacobs, and John. Or you could fire at Mayor Kianonaki, but it's going to be at a dis- uh, a slight disadvantage. Uh, minus 20 to right, the I'll, shot. I'll take aim at one of the militia guys, so like, I really want to guarantee that I get the shot here. So I'll focus up. I'm going to hold my breath, and I'm going to squeeze the trigger and it's just going to be a, a, a clicking sound and I'm going to squeeze it like two or three more times and it's like a clicking sound and I realize I'm not going to have any ammo on me and I'll spend the rest of my turn looking for the magazine that was supposed to be in the gun. <laughs> you nice. Do find Rip the magazine. Damn, damn it. Yeah, you do find the magazine in your belt where it was supposed to be in the gun. Alright, I'll, I'll load it in and fumble around with that for a bit as I try to like uh, you know chamber around yeah, it's cold you know your hands are a little stiff and frozen yeah you're able to get the magazine in the gun you can go ahead and take a shot if you'd like alright yeah I'll do that let's go let's go let's go um that is a 37 under 40 that hits alright and that's 1d10 damage? 8. I can only throw my other fucking d10 or d100. Roll an 8? I did. It says the Springfield XD is 1d10 damage. I rolled an 8. Nice roll. I've got the damage. Yeah, you fucking hit this guy right in the chest and he immediately goes down. On to. I gotta roll the fucking con save. Damn. Uh, yep, yep, you shoot him, and he looks down at his chest, and he's like, oh god, I'm gonna die, and he passes out. That was easy. 
Ant is like completely astounded at the fact that he managed to pull it off and his hands are like shaking. I give Ant a thumbs up while I'm still angry that I missed point blank. I knew I was good for something, guys. Don't do it. I don't do it. You malicious sons of bitches. Marcus. Yes. <laughs> this is my name. Your move, sir. All right. Um, uh, Marcus is going to look at the ambassador, and he's going to call out, Ambassador, uh, does your ship have any kind of anti-personnel weaponry? Oh, goodness, no. We're a peaceful species. Well, how are you waging war against these bad people? Well, we're not. Oh. Are you worthless? Alright! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, fuck the Harry, man! Alright, he breaks out his book. He wants to, um... It's something that he's seen happen before. He would like to potentially, uh... fell one of these trees on these people. Yes! So, uh, he, he's got a spell that sort of allows him to, like, just kind of, like, cut through material, and he wants to do that on the closest tree so that it would fall down on the militia members in front of them, just kind of cause mayhem, and hopefully land on all their heads and just fucking hurt. Fucking so he, uh, love whips it. out his book, and he starts uh, saying, Jiggity, jiggity, biggity, biggity, Okay, this is an awesome spell. I like it. I think it's going to be a, this is a spellcasting ability. Let's go ahead and get some wisdom shit going on in here. Give me an intelligence roll to see if you can slice the tree at the right angle and do some lumberjack yeah. shit. Fell it well, on their sadly, faces. Well, intelligence is 80, but uh, I rolled an 82, so. You're than you? All right. All right. Just a little over. So maybe the tree doesn't all come down in its entirety. Um, well, that's unfortunate. So it's going to come down. You, um, oh, what's that, uh, Dragon Ball Z move with the spinning disc that Krillin always did? Kanzan. Yeah. 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 Little, like, spinning bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to Kanzan, and that tree's going to come down. Unfortunately, you misjudge the distance, and it comes down directly in front of the militia members and the trucks, giving them a little bit of cover, and they all Oof. immediately jump behind it. The next one's landing on you, you fuckers! I slow clap. <laughs> and they all gonna crowd up to the tree that just recently fell into the mud, and they put their rifles onto it, use it to aim, and they're gonna continue to pour it into the ambassador and try and shoot the shit out of him. So now it's gonna be the militia turn, member's turn. They're gonna go ahead and get a pow-pow. That's the awfulness. God, this guy sucks. Kill him. Oh, wait, we'll do that. Am I still able to be attempting to intercept? Are you bullet shielding for ambassador? I like that, it. That's what I've like been it. trying to do. I like it. You're respectful. Honorable. I've done nothing so far except fail. Well, not really, but funny. If you'd like, you can go ahead and... Actually, most of the members would have a shitty... Sh they'd be bad shots. They like guns, but they don't know how to use them. They're much like cops in that way. Um, so that's going to miss. I'll say, Jacobs, that you are able to throw him a bit of body armor if you would like to remove your own body armor and give it to him. Sure. And with that, in addition to the increased it's cover... dog wearing a jacket. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's a safety blanket. 
That's yeah. adorable. Can we adopt the Sasquatch? Can we keep him? Uh, he has three armor. Assuming the full armor applies and there's not some, like, penalty for wearing undersized armor. Right. I'd honestly be surprised, but not shocked if that was a thing. One of six. Alright, so two of those are going to hit. <laughs> so I rolled a 13 and a 31. So even with their terrible militiaman shooting abilities, they still get to hit. And that means I need to roll. What yeah. does armor actually do? I believe it's a plus damage. six. It's a plus six, so it takes. Um, it's like a. It's like regular armor. They need to. Party armor's five. Oh, is it five? Thank you. They need yeah, to do no, more okay. than five uh, damage to go ahead and do damage. It's like a spillover. Oh, okay. So if it did six damage, would actually just do one or something similar? Exactly. Yeah, and with seven okay. would be two. I have six armor uh, from a previous session. I have a I have a helmet, and uh, which gives me one, and a body armor that gives me five. Nice. Hmm. And my classic brass knuckles. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm just figuring out damage. So a shotgun. One of the shotguns from the over under gonna hit for five so you watch as the squatch he like tries to look up and over and he gets a little too close to the top and he takes some buckshot in the chest but luckily he's wearing the body armor so he doesn't take any damage however he gets knocked to the ground and you can tell he's winded he's kind of like oh, 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 oh and uh he is stunned and then the smg is gonna hit him as well that's a D10. I do have a D10 here. Oh, lovely. And that's four damage, so the SMG just ricochets off the log and does not do any damage. Mayor Kianonaki is going to go ahead and take that big-ass fucking gun of his. Wow. Three? Fuck yeah. I thought he was down. Mayor Kianonaki? Yeah, then he shot my aunt. That was a different person. Yeah, that was one of the uh -oh. militia members. Oopsie baby. Gonna take that big ass gun and you're gonna shoot him. And that's gonna be five damage. So, again, because he's got body armor, the Squatch takes another round of this 45 straight to the chest. Does no damage. Useful armor. <laughs> body armor is saving his ass right now. So, you can tell the mayor is quite pissed at this point. He is not doing the damage that he wants to be doing. So he is going to start making his way into the back of one of these trucks for no particular reason. John, your move. Um, he's still there. The mayor. The mayor is indeed still there. I'm going to shout out to him as loud as I can so that he definitely can hear me. Naki, it's time to stop this madness now. It'll stop when I'm finished. And he seems to be looking inside some kind of large case. John, like, he's yeah. gonna stop just because you asked him to. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot him. That's the classic pick-me-boy phrase. Don't be like them. Kill him! Ooh. He's probably too far away for the C4. So the gun is gonna have to do it. Uh, the modifiers in place here are that... He's very far away, giving me a minus, and that he's standing still, which gives me a plus, right? Say flat roll. Yeah. You got this, John. Fail. You don't got this, John. 
You shoot him. And you see this bullet should have gotten home. Should have struck true, but the last second, in the millisecond of time, he looks up and moves out of the way and then back into position with unnatural speed. It's like lion dance. Jacobs! Uh, who else is the person behind this log with me? Besides Squatch? John. Yeah, me. Okay. Uh, so I'll look to John and be like, uh, take care of him. I will unhook the handcuffs from my pouch and then through the darkness just run straight at this uh at the truck the mayor's in damn i'm just running straight through to attempt to hop up and handcuff the guy that's fucking bold all right Mm -hmm. i'll be there to patch you up don't worry buddy you got this i feel like i'm attempting to just surprise the shit out of everyone who is shooting at us yep Yep, okay. So there are three militia members still hunkered down at this log that has been failed. Their log is in front of ours? Yes, yeah. so Marcus... I'm hopping their log, too. Fucking badass. <laughs> so, Jacobs, you run up to this log and full-on... Not pole vault. Uh, well, it's that track and field event where you hop over the little hurdles. I know what you're talking about, but I could not tell you. Yeah, you hurdle over this log and you jump directly over three militia members who are just so shocked. They all gape up at you, open mouth, go, oh, 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 wow. Mario. <laughs> yep. All right, so you are now within within range of Mayor Kianunaki, who is at the back of one of these pickup trucks, going through this case. And as you leap over in our midair gaping hicks looking up at you you see him pull out a very long anti-material rifle from this case and start walking forward and you both make eye contact uh i probably easier to only get one so i'm gonna attempt my unarm just get one one cuff on him i guess leave the other one on me so you are a little bit too far to handcuff him you used your full movement to get right next to these militia members. Merrick Yananaki is still about 20, 30 feet away from you, walking from the other side of this pickup truck towards you. And you both just make eye contact. And he's like, what the fuck? That, that's it. It's a stare down. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else I can really do here. You can shoot him. You, you uh, have a gun. Do I? If yeah. you did not have a gun, then John gave you one. He gives the new people guns, that's a thing he does. Yeah, he did that with uh, me as well. Sure! Yeah. How do I... Oh, this kind of tells me nothing important. It tells me my damage. Where do I... It's firearms and a, um, a d10. Cool. So d10 damage and your firearm, firearms skill. And whatever you roll, you add a plus 20 because... The range disadvantage is now gone, probably. And he's standing still. I got a 30 anyway. Uh, and my skill is a 50, I believe? Yeah. And then I don't know what the bonuses mean. It just means you're more likely to succeed. Oh, okay. So go ahead and roll uh, well, a I d10. I beat it by at least 20. Yeah, we'll say you got a medium pistol. Roll a d10 for damage. Four. Oh, uh, do do do. Merkianak is not gonna be happy about that. 
four. I think that's the first damage he's taken. That's all I got. So you go ahead and hit him right in the shoulder, and you see sparks graze off of this thick green scaly hide. You don't do as much damage as you thought you would do. Neat. But you watch him grimace, and out of his mouth, this frown, he licks his lip with a forked tongue as he brings down this giant rifle over your head down onto the log in which Sasquatch is hiding behind. John? Nope. 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 Sorry. Seth, your move. Yeah. I want to fire at the guy again. Which, uh, oh, the guy in the truck? Yeah, I'm still, like, hanging on the side door with my gun pointed at him, just like, uh... So, he is clawing at the driver's side door handle, and he's wrenching open the door, and he's trying to spill out of the truck. Go ahead and take your shot. That's too bad, man. I'm on the door. You ain't opening it. I'm sturdy. I'm gonna roll. B100. What's my bonus? 20? Yes. Point blank? Yeah, go ahead and take a 20 bonus. What's the bonus? 20. 2-0. 2-0. It's firearms, right? Yeah, yeah. Firearms, 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 firearms. I can't find it. I'm blind. Try ah. F. <laughs> I think it's the bottom of the first column. I can't read. Also, uh, I, I fail again. Let's go. Uh, he's so surprised you're just shooting point blank and still missing him. He's going to try Can I and stop like... him with my steel boots instead. You know what? You know, just because I feel bad that you're missing this much. Yeah, he he falls out on the ground. You walk over to the other side of the truck and just start kicking the shit out of him. I'm going to roll the D4 <laughs> damage. Oh, it's not petty kicking. Like, steel boots is an actual no, weapon. No, no, They're no, the no, same no, damage. Pity, pity kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Two damage. Ooh, damage. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I have better melee combat than firearm. I don't know why I've been trying to fire at him this entire time. Got the damage. Ant. It was two. Anthropology, your move. And what do I got left on the field to aim at here? You got three militia members all huddled behind this log, looking up like turkeys in the rain at a Jacobs who is uh, leaping over them and taking a running shot at Marikianonaki who is leveling an anti-material rifle, sniper rifle and over the log in which Sass and John are currently hunkered behind um, Ant is still pretty like shooken up since the last time he just like took that shot and actually managed to like hit somebody, it's fairly rare that he's actually had to like take a human life like that after fighting like m mostly you know supernatural beings um but um you know um looks around for another target sees like the the highest threat is this this anti-material rifle and even though i think we're, we're at like disadvantage or something like that is is gonna look to take that shot there probably good kill oh, uh, one thing i'd looked it up and there's actually another modifier in place here which is uh, the unusual attacker condition of carefully aiming for a full turn without doing anything else, which adds another plus 20. Yes, it does. I believe we kind of just went with the narrative, like, uh, flavor of I take uh, aim and fire, but if you spent a whole turn aiming, it would, in fact, add 20% to the next roll of your firing. Okay. And, and then compound that with disadvantage? 
Uh, I don't think yeah, they have. so combined with the two modifiers already in place here that cancel each other out, the total roll in the end would have a combined modifier of plus 20. Alright, um, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take aim again and, uh, you know, try to calm myself down a little bit. My hand's still, still trembling, definitely clammy feeling. Um, and I'm going to uh, squeeze the trigger uh, and realize that the last casing didn't fully eject and that I have to uh, clear it before uh, trying it again. Uh, so I, I, will, I will spend some time clearing the uh, casing out of the, the gun before uh, looking to uh, fire my shot. And then um, <laughs> I, I will take aim and shoot again. That's sick. Edge, remind me to take you to the range. You've forgotten everything I've taught you. <laughs> so that's 20, 22 under 40. 22 under 40, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Um, 10, that's a one. A one? Yep. Yeah, Ooh. you're going to go ahead and hit the mare right in his chest. And he looks down, grabs the bullet, and tosses it back, at, flicks it back at you. Take six, damn it. No. <laughs> like, this fucking gun's a piece of shit. <laughs> Are you shooting him with a BB gun? Jeez, man. <laughs> it's an airsoft gun. <laughs> right? Shit. Oh, shit. I just got a little orange tip on here. Fuck. I, I grabbed the wrong gun. <laughs> this is my son's gun. Oh, no. That the, means my son has my gun. It's like peeling off a little uh, bit. I realized that it's been there the whole time. Just His son painted like the muzzle so black because he thought it looked cool. Nights. Oh my god. Alright, yep, unfortunate. Terrible. Oh, I'm just so sad about that how that happened. Marcus. Yes. Alright, the the cultist or the uh the, the douchebags, the uh the rednecks, they're still behind that tree trunk, right? Yes, although currently distracted by Jacob's extremely bold maneuver of running directly above them. Uh I think I wanna light that tree on fire. Which is something I'm much less able to do than the last one. But I've got a lighter. <laughs> And uh, I've got a little flask on me, and I do have a spell. So I'm going to throw the flask, and I'm going to light the lighter and throw it on the wood, and hopefully get it to uh, start up a fire, which would be incredible if it just engulfed all of them, but even if it just created enough flame that it distracted them. Or, uh... All right, so hey, you... Oh. Motherfuckers! Huh? Booze, hey, guys. Guess this... what's cooking? I didn't workshop this enough. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're gonna go ahead and look over and tilt their heads at a 45 degree angle as this Molotov cocktail hurls through the air and uh, I'm gonna say catches all their eyeballs on fire. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I got a 60. 60 It'll be great under, the first time. 60 under or over, what was 60 or was uh, success? Good question. I don't know. What, what am I having you roll is the question. <laughs> um, that is the question. Whatever you're having me roll, I think I passed. Unless... I'm thinking I athletics? Think. Sure. Yeah, in that case, then we're... And go ahead and take a plus 20 because you've got mushroom in your side, yeah. Hell yeah, I do. All right, well then. Yeah, yeah. Super pass. Super pass, yeah. So you throw this Molotov through the air. It's going to land directly on their faces, lighting their faces on fire, which is lucky for Jacobs. So each one of these guys is going to be stunned. And I'll say that they're going to take... Uh, what's face fire damage? A D4? Sure. Give me, give me that, give me that D4. Okay. 
Oh, four. Wow, fuck. Ah, shit, that really hurt him. Damn, that was like a really fucking good move. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Take that, bitches. Yep, uh, so they're all screaming on the pain, on the mud in agony. And, yep, uh, anything else in your turn, Marcus? Oh, you're just a uh, melting face. Is good enough for you? That's the plan for me, for this turn at least. Damn, son. The oh, whole man, oh, he's fine yeah. with just melting some faces, you know? Just couple, just couple he doesn't need anything more. Metal. Okay. Well, that's going to bring us back to the top. A Sasquatch is going to go ahead and enter the fray. Mm-hmm. What does stunned mean? Stunned, uh, I think, is just a... I'm not sure. I should actually look it up. Uh, you said Squatch was stunned. That's why I was asking. Uno, I thought it was like an Uno skip. Oh, yeah, I think it is an Uno skipped, and he did get shot by that shotgun. Uh, that is unfortunate for us, but I gotta be honest. <laughs> you know goes y'all with a shotgun, you gotta hit with a BB gun. No, no. All right, I'm sorry, it was the airsoft gun that hit him, my bad. Uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize how much one HP is damage, would, like how much that would hurt in real life. I stubbed my toe, yes, I understand. <laughs> exactly. Almost just taken one year of your life away. <laughs> I stole it. Two thirds Someday I might go was. as high as five. Mm. Princess Bride, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that at all. Oh, no, I'm old. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ow. Uh, my uh, wife loves that movie, but I haven't seen it. My wife had never seen it. Oh, my God. Am I the only single person here? My wife. You're like 15, 16. I'm 19. 17. 17, yeah. So. Uh, uh, no, no person. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, you no, don't I mean. Melting. I've been I banished forgot. to the dark realm. My second timestamp of the evening. <laughs> All right. You guys are making me work. Making me work over here. Oh, no. All right. I'm not going to be able to find stun. Because I'm just scrolling. I'll look this up later. But yeah, we're going to say it's just an Uno skip for, for a turn. So yes, Squatch is going to roll over. And he's going to like look up to the stars and be like, Oh, 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 okay. And that's going to bring us to... <laughs> At least he's laying down behind the log. That's probably a harder shot, right? Yep, that's, that's going to be cover. It's going to be cover. So that's going to bring us to the mayor's turn. And he is going to go. I'm just like staring daggers at him. He's going to look back at you and give you a smooch, air smooch. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's much better than what I thought. And you are going to feel an unearthly force rip into your body and fling you thirty feet backwards into the log in which Ant is uh, hiding behind. You're going to take seven oh, no. damage. Oh no. As you slam into the ro- yeah, into the wood of the log in which Ant is hiding behind, and you are winded, you are having all your air knocked out of you, and you are going to do a somersault and land on your stomach and face on the backside next to Ant. You do have. Ant's gonna let out like a blood curdling scream and like turn the gun at him like not realizing what just like landed next to him and and like you know not really do anything but just like momentarily lose the shit as you you get you know next to him 
You would have given us a taste of that girly shrimp. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> exactly. And damn, she is gonna <laughs> She's go. got I headphones on. She, uh, what is winded, by the way? Um, just flavor. Just, just some flavor. Oh, okay. Yeah, he knocked all your air out of your lungs by slamming you with some unseen force into a log. And you Stone do have... Startle and impair while fumble deals... Oh. I found stun on accident. And that is a big old rifle. Holy shit. Yeah, he's gonna take that anti-material rifle, and he's going to level it at the log, and he's gonna start shooting through it. So, I'm going to need John and Sasquatch to make some dexterity rolls as you guys try and roll away as this log gets just chewed up into splinters by this gunfire in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, splinter damage. <gasps> Success. I bet Squatch doesn't even have his tetanus shot. Yo, Wookie, my me, me coming in with the information. Yeah, you're right. Uh, stun is like an Uno skip, but yeah, I think you can treat it with like a medicine roll or a first aid roll. Thank you, sir. Sasquatch is going to save as well with a crit success. Sue? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, this log gets like thrown up into the air. This fucking giant 50 caliber Barrett is just letting this thing into splinters. You do not want to get shot by this. This is going to be real bad if you get shot by this. I don't know why I said this guy has this, but he definitely does. <laughs> it's quite that gun for this guy, this redneck in the woods to have an anti-material rifle. 50 caliber. I don't think he's just any old redneck, buddy. You never know when the government's going to come in. John, your move. Merka. Hmm. If I run closer to him, is that uh, within throwing range then? Yes. Cool. Then I'm gonna run straight at him, and I'm gonna throw a piece of C4 in his face. Alright. So you are now at the felled log, and you're using that as cover essentially, so you run up to the felled log on one side of it, duck behind it, and throw the C4 over it, and go ahead and roll up some demolitions. Mm-hmm. That's going to be enough to get Success. all the Success. Success, roll some damage. Yes. So, that is... Uh, that is 5d6. 23 damage. 23? Yeah. Fuck. So immediately, all the trucks explode. Each one of the Muslim members lights on fire and starts windmilling around, screaming in agony as they burn to death. Are ah, you ah, me? Ah, ah. Uh, Seth, give me a dexterity roll to try and dodge out of the C4. I'll say that you kind of look behind you and instinctually feel your friend to see as this demo, well, as the yeah. C4 tss, sails through the air. I am a pretty alert person. Six. Wow, that's a great roll. Yeah, you hit the deck and just feel this wave of heat and pressure wash over the top of you. You're still going to take three explodey damage, but you don't die. Uh, I have armor, dude. Yep, bounces off your armor. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and assume explodey damage is the specific listed type of damage. <laughs> yes. That is specifically. <laughs> I'm not too resistant to explodey damage. Uh, it's a scientific term. <laughs> 
So uh, the explosion radius is only 10 meters. So that fire that Seth is taking is probably just from the vehicles exploding. Yeah, Not exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, for I'm right next to one. Mm. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I spent two turns trying to shoot a guy. I failed. 10 meters. Speak American, sir! Why the fuck is a kilometer? Uh, it's like Ooh, five... It's like uh, 50 hamburgers wide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wookie, I believe that is now the right time for my breaking point thing to happen, because I killed people and that reduces sanity. Probably uh, good call. Actually, that's a great call, so I'm gonna ask each one of you to roll sanity as you see these men drop to their knees and faceplant into mud, extinguishing their flames in which they are engulfed in, and then walking out of the fire like Terminator through the flames, you see something unnatural. The flesh, the visage of Merki Anunnaki melts away, the suit burning in embers. As a man grows in size, his proportions extend. The shoulders become more muscular and bulky as the torso hinges over a long, sinewy neck. There's something scaly about the flesh as it shines in the fires. As he walks forward towards you all, dropping the arcane, dropping away the anti-material rifle, the claws extending long out from the fingers. There's something reptilian about his long jaw that arcs away plasmid fangs begin to breathe in and out as these red glowing eyes pierce through the shadows and look at you all. I fail. Uh, I got a one? I don't know what that oh. means. Critical success. Cool. You've never been more sane in your life. <laughs> you got You've this. never been more fine in your life. Uh, you, you, instead of I'm chuckle rum and danger, it's, you're fine. I'm just gonna assume my eyes never left the man. I'm still on that rage. Hell yeah, I also passed. I this fail. Barely. Marcus seems crazy. I fail. I Which is good and... for character development. Yeah, I think me and John, like, oh, just yeah. barely fail. So, those of you that fail, go ahead and roll d6s. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What was that? Almost. I have a 64. Oh, then you're fine. Okay. I have a 60. So those of you that failed, roll a d6. So those of you that succeeded, you've seen weirder stuff somehow. I've seen weirder stuff. How is this? Man refused to believe that the supernatural was real. I've seen weirder stuff. (laughs) I had to say nothing uh, compared to what I went through as a kid, you know. Um, I would like to project this sanity loss onto a bond. I used to have to clean the grease trap. No. Absolutely. I thought you were fine, John. John, go ahead and protect, uh, project the sanity loss from that D6 off onto your bond. I made a mistake. Everyone who succeeded, please take one sanity damage, as you are somewhat disturbed by the lizard man walking out of the flames, still towards you, even though he should be a pile of goo on the ground, because after getting exploded, you should be goo. 
Does critically succeeding change anything of that, or is it just still one? Yeah, he did roll just a one, flat one. Since you rolled a critical success, you can take zero, but everyone else takes one. I, okay. took, I took four, even though I somehow went against an Eldritch Demon and didn't lose any. Well, yeah, okay, but this guy's so... a lizard. Those are spooky. Oh, yeah, the fear against him. <laughs> Seth, what you realize are the implications of this serpent folk. It may not be especially clear to Jacobs, but you immediately can tell that this man, he was able to change his guise. How knows how many suits, how many people he's killed, and how many different personas he's been able to take on upon himself and infiltrate society. Is he just the mayor? Is he the police chief as well of this small town? How high does this go? How many people are just lizards in disguise. He's saying all this out loud. All of what you said, he is saying out loud. He's going on his insane rambles again. <laughs> See, I knew I'd seen weirder stuff. I've listened to this guy all day. He's <laughs> the, it's the, like, the government. It's all lizard people. The Illuminati. It's just still, it's, it's all lizard people. They're all disguised as the government. <laughs> all right, John, that was quite a turn. And he's not looking great. Jacob's your turn. Wait, 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 wait. I wanna, I wanna tell you guys how much close John is to losing it all. He has 49 sanity. His breaking point is 48. He just oh. lost 3 sanity from failing this sanity check. Guess how much he protected onto a bond. That's right, 3. That's a good call. If I take any more sanity loss, I will probably get some kind of disorder yeah and i'm constantly on like knife's edge i'll be your therapy dog thanks uh while i spew conspiracy theories at you i'll be your i'll, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> your uh, therapy dog nice <laughs> so can i take just a full turn to sprint at this man again absolutely you're essentially like 10 down. feet away I'm from just him gonna take a running tackle at this man Oh my god. Yeah, go ahead and tackle the shit out of him. Let's go. That's going to be athletics versus his athletics. Uh, can I use unarmed combat? Yes, you may. It's going to be a contested unarmed combat. I got a 26, uh, which, let me look at my unarmed combat, is a 60%. He got a 30, no, he got a 53. You succeed, you beat his ass. And this guy is not lightweight. You feel the sheer muscle, the twisted sinew beneath the scaly hide, and he is hard as you tackle into him. And still, you're able to carry the momentum through as he does seem blown to pieces. Go ahead and roll. Well, I'm not sure what unarmed combat I'm not is. trying to damage him. I'm trying to handcuff him. I'm still on this. He's getting arrested. That's a very interesting take. So he is so weakened by that explosion, you are able to, in fact, <laughs> you're in fact able to roll him down onto the ground, jujitsu style, pull his arms behind his back, and cuff him. I read him his rights. <laughs> Sir, you have an alien rights to remain silent. Everything will be held in court of law and justice. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I have law as a skill. I'll uh, I'll see how well that goes. He's gonna uh, twenty-seven. Yeah. 
Yeah, you think intergalactic law might not apply here, but, you know, that's what Guantanamo's for. <laughs> uh, right, but if I don't read him his rights, then when he gets to court, they'll just have to let him off. Oh, you hate to see lizards get off free. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, he is definitely arrested. You can see that he is exploded a bit, and he's trying to bite you, but you're able to kind of pin him. Um, Ben, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get out of initiative order. Well done, everybody. The rest of the militia members have have either tried to limp away at this point into the forest and, or are already dead because they, they caught on fire and they're dead now. <laughs> the explosion I dodged from, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, rest in peace, buddy. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> you dodged my bullets without moving. I hate you. Yeah, you did kick the shit out of him and made him very easily exploded uh, death. I feel like I'm the Michael Reeves of this group. Smart, but insane. Taking yeah. every effort to treat this lizard man humanely, you know, holding what him at arm's length, make sure not to hurt him as he uh, as he hits the ground, you know. That takes Wookie, a few hours. Wookie, hmm? do you remember what my starting sanity was? We can figure that out in a moment. I believe it's going to be pow times five. I think it is power times five. I believe so. And then the breaking point is power times four. That is ah, correct. Got it. Thank you. So yeah, sanity is going to be power times five, and sanity or breaking point is going to be sanity minus power. Sixteen. So that should 16. be your starting point, but. As we wrap up this particular session, it takes a few hours for you to call in reinforcement, and immediately the town is flooded with different unmarked vehicles as they swarm into this parking lot, and immediately the road gets rutted out in the mud and the rain continues to come down. The Anunnaki, the lizard man, is escorted into the back of one of these trucks. Jacobs, you hand him off to these different agents and sunglasses who whisk him away to some unlabeled and unknown secret government base where he will be deeply interrogated. The implications of this, you all realize, could run very deep indeed, and trying to figure out any kind of methods of of unraveling their infiltration tests. It's going to be a long time that Delta Green has before them until they find out how deep this conspiracy goes. Having the Nananaki on hand to figure out where these aliens are, where they come from, what objectives they have with our race, what goals they hope to accomplish, and what exactly they have against the Squash in the first place. Well, these are all questions that are going to be answered in time. You all head to the local diner, and since it's pretty much abandoned, help yourself to burgers and fries with Squatch before you send him off. Before y'all send him off on his way back to his spaceship in the sky. No, we should keep him. He'd be like a pet. Well, I'd like to spend more time, but I have other planets to go to. I'll always value. You get shot first day here. It seemed a little hot, but I will return with more mushrooms and bitches. Yeah. I make sure to put my uh, my personal I'll number into the cell phone I gave him. I do the same thing. Yes. I'll miss you. I'll miss you to always value our time together. <laughs> Why look for the bitches when I can be here? 
I'll miss you mostly, Squatch. No, I, I miss you mostly. And I too, you Marcus. Your strange magics are most impressive, and I hope we can establish a dialogue between our species of wizards. Yes. Yes, from one grand wizard to another. What the hell is it? are they talking about? And then we go well, through a I very long and cool. wizard handshake. Lots of popping and locking yeah. and pounding and exploding. Yeah. The wildest handshake you've ever seen. Why use magic when you can have a fight? Nah, somehow he's like right there with you. It's like you guys are practicing. You've been doing this for years. And as you guys have a, a couple, you toke up, have a couple of brews, he hops on his bike and starts pedaling off into the sky. Is it a comically small bike? Yeah. Like a trike? Yeah, it's almost like a unicycle. It's real, yeah. real tiny. <laughs> that's, that's it for this session, guys. Thank you very much for playing. Good night. Wait a second, wait a second. What? Um, There's no loose ends to I, tie up? Yeah, but what about the, this guy's mansion? There's still stuff in there that needs to be investigated. Oh, that for next time. Not you. I'm pretty sure we could just kind of toss that in in evidence, nah. give it to the foundation or whatever. <laughs> sure, you know. Nothing to worry about. I guess me and John can explore it in a future session without you guys then. <laughs> Yeah, that might be a good fit for a new session. I, I was I was joking mostly, but that's yeah, okay. I'm not right now. I'm, I'm so, curious what's in there. Yep, yep, what? yep. John, <laughs> Seth, you immediately mention in the to your superior, the handler, coming over for debriefing that the mayor had a very fancy mansion and heading over there with the team. Four, five different vans come out. Different equipment, handheld sensors, metal detectors, you all go through it and immediately find a stairway going down into the lower levels of this place and descending down into this fortress. You feel that this is, in fact, a warehouse for a starship. And you emerge into this long, hangar-like building beneath the mansion and the lights come on overhead there you find the Anunnaki spacecraft. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. More conspiracy for my for my chaotic ramblings. That may totally make me insane. I'm the most sane person here, I believe. Everything felt so right. Unbreakable like nothing could go wrong.